Today is Tuesday, February the 2nd. I am your host, Casey Phoenix, and this is My Daily Thought. You know what? I feel like these days are going to fly by this week for some reason. I don't know why. I just feel like before I know it, I'm going to be saying, it's Friday. (laughs) So, yeah, not that it really matters that much for me because I work every day. But anyways, yeah, today's been a good day. I ordered some more tarot cards. (laughs) I'm addicted to tarot cards, even though I love the new deck that I used this past weekend. But I ordered some more and I I put some more on my wish list because I'm trying to hold off on buying anymore because I have a container full of tarot cards now. But let me get into what I want to talk about. Yesterday, I was talking about passion. And one thing that hit me was... Because I mentioned the downs and when when bad things happen. And <laughs> when and this is all related, I worked at the Banana Republic in Miami Beach on Collins. And <laughs> it was one of my favorite jobs ever. I, I love working it because everyone was hilarious. And for those of you who may be new listening to my podcast, this is your your first time hearing this. For those who have been longtime listeners to the podcast, you already know the story. But when I worked there, pretty much everybody there was part of the, at the time, I don't know what it is now, but also South Beach, obviously. Mostly everyone there was part of the LGBT community, which was, it was kind of funny. And one thing that they would always say is if you're if you're slacking or if you're messing up or if you're disoriented or whatever, they'd be like, girl, get it together. And it doesn't matter what whether you were male or female. That was the thing. It was like, get it together. (laughs) And that sort of became the thing while I was working at Banana Republic too, when we were all eventually, everyone would have that said to them at least once in the month, every single person, no matter if you were a regular employee manager or whatever. And with Miami, for those who are new listeners, the story behind Miami is I didn't move to Miami intentionally. If that makes sense, I, I didn't I didn't open up a map or I didn't go online and say, oh, well, where are some cities I can move to? Oh, Miami looks good. Let me move there. Miami did not happen like that. Those my longtime listeners, you know, the story for new time listeners out. You'll get to hear it now. I was driving to Miami. And. I was just going down to visit because I I hadn't been to Fort Lauderdale area in years, but I I loved it when I was there, you know, previous time. And I was like, oh, I want to go back to Miami. And someone was riding with me and we were just going to go down and stay for a couple of days. So we got in my car, we left and we were driving to Miami. Well, about 200 miles and some change outside of Miami. I think it was around the Orlando area. My car stops 
I'm pressing the gas, but the car isn't going. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? Because I would take my car everywhere. For people who don't know, one of the best cars in history is the Chevrolet Corsica. If you have never driven the Chevrolet Corsica, the v, the V6, you got you got to drive the V6. Which, by the way, the Chevrolet Corsica is the cousin or sister of the Beretta, which was used for racing. Those things would move. Had a 3.1 liter engine, they would move. So. I was in my Chevrolet Corsica and I, I would drive everywhere. And before going to Miami, I had already been to New York. I had been to New Jersey, St. Louis, um, Virginia. Uh, I went to visit people and do stuff in this car. So it was everywhere. And when I'm pressing the gas headed towards Miami, 200 miles outside on the highway, it, it it's barely going. And I'm like, what's going on? So I pull over. I call someone who I knew at the time, who I knew well at the time. And I asked her and I I was like, yeah, what's going on with this? And then she was saying, it sounds like the transmission. Something's wrong with the transmission. So I bought some transmission fluid at the gas station. And I was like, wow. This is really happening right now. And this is a true story. Again, I was 200 miles outside of Miami. So I prayed over my car. Is what I did. I said, Lord. <laughs> I just need you to get me to Miami. If you can get me to Miami, I can handle the rest. I'll, I'll figure out something. <laughs> I was like, I just need you to get get me to Miami. And after I poured, you know, the transmission fluid in and everything, we got on the highway. And all of a sudden, the car, I was pressing the gas and then the car just kicked in the high gear. And my friend was like, are you are you afraid you're going to blow something? I'm like, no, I'm going to floor it to Miami. I'm not taking my foot off this gas. So I'm doing like 80 to 90 going down the highway because my thing is, OK, I got to make it to Miami. I kid you not. As soon as because we had already uh, picked the hotel we were staying at, the, the reservation was already made at the hotel. So as soon as we made it to Miami. This is a true story. I can't make this up. As soon as we made it to Miami and South Beach, the hotel we were staying at, and I forgot the name of the hotel. It was right. It was obviously South Beach right by the ocean. But we were coming into, I was driving into the hotel parking lot and the car, I was pressing the gas, but the car wasn't doing anything. So it was coasting. It, my car, literally, my little Chevrolet Corsica, it literally coasted into the parking space. It literally coasted into the parking space. And then after that, I couldn't get my car to move again. True story. And I got to Miami. And I was like, okay, we have enough money to stay at the hotel for a few days. And also we know people. So 
how are we going to how are we going to do this? I didn't have time to be like, oh, my God, my car. I love my car so much. The, the sky is falling. Da, 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 da. I had to pull it together. I had to get it together. And, and start mapping out a game plan. I'm like, OK, what can I do with this? What can I do with that? So that's what I started doing. I started mapping out a game plan. I'm like, okay, this is how many days we have that we can stay in the hotel during that time. We need to circle up with the people we're going to circle up with, see if they know some people where we can do some side hustles, get that done, yada, yada, yada. And I was also in the process of deciding, okay, do I want to pay to have my car fixed? Because transmission is going to cost or do I just want to let it go? I was handling a lot of things at once, trying to find, have a place to stay, trying to get my car fixed, trying to make money with side hustles and seeing if there's anything for a regular job too. And I didn't want to ask my parents for the money. That was the other thing because I there was pride. There, because my parents, because this happened a long time ago, this was 20 years ago. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, about 20 years ago. And I didn't want to ask my parents for the money because pride, and also they had bailed me out, not bailed me out, out of jail, because I've never, knock on wood, <laughs> I've never been to jail. I've never been convicted or, or charged of any crime. So, yeah. But I was just like, I don't want to ask my parents because I knew if I asked them, they would help and they would just be like, OK, fine, we'll send you we'll Western Union you the money and just drive back up here. And as the days were getting closer to the hotel stay ending. I just made the decision. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to move here. And that's what I did. I called my mother up. It was, I think it was like the last day I was staying at the hotel because I had already found um, a place to stay with some contacts that I had in Miami. And I called my mother and I was like, uh, I moved to Miami. Mind you, my parents knew I was going to Miami just for vacation just for a little quick getaway or whatever, because they, they knew I drive all over the place. And when I said, I'm moving to Miami, my mother's like, here, talk to your father. <laughs> and she handed him the phone. And I told my dad, I was like, dad, uh, I'm moving to Miami. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and that was that. And during that time, I had to pull it together. I didn't have time to think about what could go wrong or to focus on all of the negative stuff that had happened. It was looking straight forward. I had to pull it together. That's the title of this episode, pull it together. You can't stay stuck in. Now you can take a quick moment to what's the word? Um, process. You can take a quick moment to process what happened 
but you can't get stuck in in the processing of what happened. You you have to figure out what the game plan is, what next. You can't just stop and and stay stuck. You got to pull it together. And eventually I was able through a temporary agency to get a job. I worked uh, as a matter of fact, the temporary agency was Victoria and Associates. That was the name of the temporary agency. I don't even know if they're still around or not, but that was temporary agency. They got me a job at Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. I was doing data entry where we were taking stuff. I worked on, it was either the fifth or the sixth floor. I forgot which one. And I was doing data, data entry up there. Uh, my supervisor was cool. She was so cool. She's a cancer like me. She still, I, even if I saw her today, if we saw each other today, we, we would still be cool with, with each other. I haven't seen her or spoke to her in forever. But yeah, she was really, really cool. And my assignment at the temporary agency, it was limited. It was ending. And she came to me and she said, hey, we're opening up a new department at Royal Caribbean. Why don't you just submit your resume there? She's like, I know your assignment here is ending with the temp agency, but she's like, why don't you just submit your resume and see what happens? And I was like, hmm, okay. Because what I was doing at Royal Caribbean, it was, like I said, it was data entry. And nothing happened right away. So through another temporary agency, I I forgot the name of that one though. They got me a job as an operator for roadside assistance. The irony. <laughs> So I was doing roadside assistance when people's cars would break down or, or when whatever would happen. <laughs> so um, I worked there doing the temp job for a little while. And also I did, they had two things. They did roadside assistance. This call center did roadside assistance. And this other thing where you get discounts on uh, health care. Where if you presented the card, it wasn't health insurance, but it was like you were in the network. So you would get the in-network rates, but it still wasn't health insurance. It was just you would get similar discounts to what somebody with insurance would have. Like if you had Blue Cross, Blue Cross gets a different rate than the person off the street walking into a hospital. So this particular uh, company that provides this in-network rate that was also the thing that we had to do. So we had to do both. We had to do roadside assistance and we had to help with doing, um, getting people to sign up for this membership that gives them an in-network rate when it comes to healthcare is what would happen. And I worked there for, I want to say about maybe a month and a half to two months, give or take. And it wasn't a difficult job. But it wasn't like it wasn't a, it wasn't the dream either. The people were cool. There were a lot of Haitian people that worked there, a lot of Haitian people. So um, that was really, really cool. Too. And um, one lady, one Haitian lady, she spoke like five languages and stuff. She she was cool. And she, I think she said her father spoke seven languages. But out the blue one day. 
I got a call. It was from Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. <laughs> and they asked me to come in for an interview. And I interviewed with, you know, both people. And I got the job. And I became an official employee of Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, which was one of the best things that could have happened. And then later on, I got a part-time job at Banana Republic in South Beach, which I lived in South Beach. And it was so funny because I always lived in these places and every, you know, um, everyone swore that I was like rich or something because when I first was in Miami, I lived in Coral Gables. And for those who are not familiar with Miami, Coral Gables is like a nice area. Basically, it's similar to Beverly Hills to a certain degree. If you say you live in Coral Gables, it's, it says something. But I was staying with someone who was just, they were cool with me staying with them. And then later on, after I was more stable, I moved to South Beach. And then when they found out I moved to South Beach, they were like, wow, you you staying in South Beach because South Beach was considered expensive. What they didn't know was that I was pounding the pavement, going to places, you know, comparing rent to see who had the best prices. And I found me a really good deal in South Beach. And I was staying right by the Jackie Gleason Theater. So, yeah. And paying probably, uh, I'd probably say 20% less than what the average was paying at South Beach. Because I was looking. And it all worked out. But I worked at Royal Caribbean. And then after I left Royal Caribbean, same former supervisor that I worked with in data entry when I was doing the temp job, she said to me, you're leaving Royal Caribbean. She's like, why don't you be a travel agent? She's like, sell you. She's like, you know the product. Go ahead and sell it. <laughs> Every time this woman was trying to get me to do stuff, she was the one pushing me. She's such a cancer because that's what we do. We always push people to do stuff. Like if they don't believe in themselves, we're always the cheerleaders. Like, go ahead and do it. You know you can do it. You got, <laughs> you got it. And and that's how she was. And I. Went ahead, I started my own travel agency and did that and did over a quarter of a million dollars in revenue with Royal Caribbean alone. That's not including the other suppliers. That's not including Carnival Princess, um, MGM Grand and so on and so forth, because there were tons of suppliers that I, I worked with, with cruise lines and, and hotels and whatnot. So, yeah, but did easily over a quarter of a million dollars in revenue in less actually in less than a year and our account manager because we did so well we would get free cruises they'd be like hey we got a seven night for 75 dollars you want it i'd be like okay i'll just give it to one of my reps because i was it was my agency and i had reps who worked for me so I would just give it to one of my reps. The only one I took for myself was the one out of L.A. That was uh, three or four night to Mexico, to Ensenada. And I paid like 30 or 40 dollars. That was it. But um, 
my other cell phones going off, but whatever. Um, it all worked out. But one of the reasons that it all worked out was because I was able to pull it together. I didn't stay stuck in, oh my God, the world's falling down. And that's just an example. I could do a, we're at 20 minutes right now. I could do a 20 hour video on tons of things that have happened in my life where it's like, are you kidding me? If only you knew. And and one of these days, and I know for the long time listeners, they're like, you tell us so much. You're trying to tell me there's more. Yes, there's a whole lot more to my life that I haven't told anyone at all. There's some things that only I know about. You know, there's some things that um, you guys know about that I tell you. There's some things that maybe my family may know about. There's some things that maybe my family doesn't know about. And then also there's things that only I know about. And I'm telling you, if I didn't pull it together during that moment in Miami, it wouldn't have led to all the other awesome things that happened in my life, which is why you have to pull it together. You have to pull it together so you can rise above. Like I said, Take time to process it for a quick minute and then pull it together and be like, OK, all right, plan. Where are we going? How are we going to do this? What are we what are we doing here? And and do that. That's what you have to do. Because, yeah, I mean, back a few years ago. There's one very particular pull it together. Moment that happened to me. Luckily, I have attorneys <laughs> to give me insight on how to handle the situation. But still, it was a messed up situation. And because I was able to pull it together, I didn't stay stuck in that the sky is falling. Why did this happen to me? Things fell in place for me to be in a different position later and to be in the position I'm in now. It just it all worked out. The universe worked it all out. The universe, like I said, don't sleep on the universe. The universe is a powerful thing. And you'd be surprised. And and I've seen what the universe, you can call it the universe, God, God is the source, energy, the one uh, Whatever Allah, Yahweh, Jehovah, whatever you want to call it. There's something with this energy that exists. That has a way. Of. Helping things work out when you have the belief. And when you're willing to take action now, sometimes, yeah, you can stay still, but. For the most part, you usually probably want to take action. But yeah, the universe does what it does. I, over the past, I probably say almost over the past 10 years, if I explain to you every single thing that happened, how one event led to one thing and then that led to another thing, it's like it's, it was making a tapestry. 
It was it was weaving a tapestry. It was sewing or cross stitching or doing whatever. It was weaving this thing. Weaving my life. And throughout all of this weaving, there were several pull it together moments over the past 10 years. But I didn't stay stuck in it. I couldn't. And that's what I'm telling you. Don't stay stuck in the energy. Pull it together. If you can just get out of that energy and go on to the next thing, I'm confident that the universe will work out whatever it needs to work out. And the pathway is going to be right in front of you. You may not be able to see it at first, but it, the road's already been built. The bridge has already been built. You just need to cross it. But you can't cross the bridge if you're still stuck in the, oh my God, how could this happen? And will things always work out 100% of the time? No. That's life. However, your odds are increased when you put in action and when you have faith. But in order to do that, you have to pull it together. And that is my daily thought. KIRWKC.com main podcasting platform. This podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and other podcasting platforms. Social media platforms, KIRWKC. Facebook.com forward slash KIRWKC. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell. That will let you know when I upload new episodes. And for this weekend, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend for the Keeping It Real with KC show. I, I'm... I know I did the movie recommend. What did I do last week? Not last weekend, weekend before last. I think I did sports weekend before last and movie recommendation before that. Oh, I think I'm going to do wacky news weekend. I think I want to do a wacky news weekend. That's what I'm 85% sure I'm going to do a wacky news weekend this weekend. And don't forget. Uh, next weekend will be a tarot card energy quick check check in. It's gonna, like I said, my usual tarot card energy readings are about twenty to thirty minutes. With a quick check, I'm trying to be out by fifteen minutes or less. It is what I'm looking to do. So it's just gonna be a a quick check for all the signs. And as I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And then the following weekend after that. I'll more than likely do marches energy and have that done and wrapped up. So that'll be what I'm looking at the calendar here. So this weekend, which is the sixth and the seventh. So one of those days I'll do the wacky news weekend more than likely this weekend. Next weekend, which is Valentine's Day weekend. We know we're going to have some happy people um, that weekend and maybe not so some some people that aren't so happy that we can't the people who are single. But then again, single isn't a bad thing. Maybe I should do that for my daily thought tomorrow. Single isn't a bad thing. But I digress. 
So the 13th and 14th, I'll do the quick energy check-in for the tarot card. And then the 20th and 21st, that will more than likely be the tarot card energy reading for March. Because I want to try and get them done a week early instead of doing them right at the month like I did for February this past weekend with the um, February tarot card readings. I want to get it on out. So yeah, anyways, let me go ahead and get going. Thank you again for your support and for listening to the show. I sincerely appreciate it. Until next time, be blessed.